Is this thing on? It looks like it's so quiet. Let me play it back. <sighs> Alright! Hello? I forgot how to do this. It's been so long. Join the club. It's been- we, we're on like more of a monthly recording basis, but that's mm -hmm. fine. Mm -hmm. Happy uh, New Year! Yeah! 2021? Yep! And for everyone who thought COVID would expire on January 1st, sorry to disappoint you, but uh, stop going out. Don't go to any more parties, and don't go to bars. I feel like that's a pretty easy thing to not do. Not for some people, apparently. Like, And, I mean, at least don't post it. Like, if I really wanted to go to a party, it. but it's like... Are you that dumb? Like, you know that people are going to get mad at you. Some people don't care. Oh, not the right kind of flex. The right kind of flex this time of year is, like, reading a book. I've read 14 books. First of all. Have you read 14 books? I have. I've read 13 books in the year 2020, which is really disappointing. I read, like, maybe three or four. I'm people also disappointed read, myself for that. People are out here reading, like, 130. I... I always tell myself I need to read. And I tell myself that not because I'm like, I have to read. It makes me a good person. It's because I know I like to read, mm -hmm. and I enjoy it when I do. Mm -hmm. There's all those other temptations, like watching TV mm -hmm. or, I don't know, what else do I do? <laughs> For two people who like to read as much as we do, it does take a lot of, like, hyping yourself up. Like, come on, pick up the book, read it. And sometimes you end up on the wrong book. Oh, my gosh. And you think, why am yes. I doing this? I know, and I don't know about you, but I have to finish the book. I wish that I could just put it down and be like, no. But it's like, I mean, I invested in it, I spent money in it. Mm -hmm. I might as well just read it. I like to really be able to check things off and be like, yep, add another one to the list. So I waste a lot of time suffering through books. I feel like I'm usually pretty committed to a book, but like every now and like there is that one book called The Guest House. Oh, the yeah. Guest Book. Mm -hmm. it's, one, it's one of those names. And, like, I really I couldn't. Like, I would just, I loathed reading it, and it was, like, 500 pages, and I was yeah. like, this isn't worth it. And then there's some books where, like, I've started them, and haven't finished them, but I could pick them right up right now, two months later, and still be fine. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah. Guys, read more. don't force yourself through a bad book. No, it's know? not worth it. I mean, it's not. And if you paid for it and you own it, you could just read it again later you know what i mean mm. like i get it maybe if it's a library book but if it's a library book just return it and be like you know what i didn't like it you don't have mm. to like every book you read yes and maybe one day i'll take my own advice and do the same and it's lately i've been reading books that are so thick i miss just a good old like 130 page book you know yeah i feel like i tend to read like 400 page books i don't know why yeah and they're not like that's usually fine but sometimes 400 pages is a lot it drags. I mean, authors, I know we have a lot of authors in our fan base. Yeah. I'm sure. Me and we, you. We don't, but. Got all those author fans. Can you just John Green, I know you're what? listening. John Green. Hank Green, I, he wrote, he has a book. What's his book? I don't know, but I saw it at Barnes & Noble when we went to Barnes mm, & Noble. That was a good time. That was a good time. 
Uh, Find the novel makes you feel rich. Is that just me? <laughs> it makes me feel poor because I'm like, oh well, yeah, I can't afford. It makes me feel rich when books. I walk in. I'm like, oh my god, new books? What? I yeah. never. I almost never buy brand new books. Yeah, I always it's buy so used. exciting. It's cheaper. I love. I mean, okay, excuse my language. Uh, mark this one explicit. <laughs> I am a hoe for a beautiful <laughs> book jacket. Yeah, I love beautiful no, hardcover books. Are people, stunning. People that say don't judge a book by its cover yes do <laughs> because how else am i supposed to know that i want to read it yeah okay but for the people if your book is bad don't make the book cover really beautiful that's it's just very misleading that's rude what gives you the right nothing yeah and hope is reading a book that has people on it which we both don't like but i do not gotta do what you gotta do i'm reading hidden bodies it's which the is, second book to you. You, which is the Netflix show that was originally a Lifetime show. Look at that little... It was Lifetime? I know. Lifetime it makes killed sense. it on that one. <laughs> Lifetime is wild. Um, But I'm reading Hidden Bodies, and I got the second one at Target. I got the first one at Barnes & Noble, and they had two options. They had the, like, Netflix cover one and then the just, like, normal cover. And, of course, I got the normal cover because I don't like people staring at me. Yeah. And I don't... I personally don't like the whole, like, it's a TV show, so read me. Like, I get it. I totally watched the TV show, and I was like, I want to read the book. She binged that show. But I don't, I don't know. I just want it to be, it's the book. It's just the mm-hmm. book. Don't You don't need to tie it to the TV show, because I already know it's tied. Right. But anyways, the second one has Penn Badgley on it, and I, as much as I like Penn Badgley, I don't like him staring at me like that. I think he and I have the same forehead. It's his, quite is a, big. his is a little more square at the top. Yours is more rounded, so it's kind of like a circle. I think mine's really square. I really hate it. It is. It's a good show. If you're, I couldn't get into it. I could not get into it. I liked it. It the first time I watched it, I didn't like it, and I only mm. watched like one episode, and I was like, "This is." Stupid. That's exactly what happened with me. And so then the second time I, I watched it, chance, it's just creepy and eerie, mm-hmm. but it's also a love story, like not in a good way, but it is, yeah. and it's, it really messes with your mind. It's interesting. Oh, bless you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I don't know. You know what made me so angry about it? It was like... The girl? Yes. Close your windows. Well, see... Close your curtains. But what I was... I've been reading about it, because I do that. I get really into the things I she read does. and watch. <laughs> um, the author was talking about how the book and the show are told from Joe, the main character's perspective, and how he basically gets you to like him by making everyone else look terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, he's stalking her, but a lot of people are like, well, that's her fault. She leaves her windows open. It's like, yeah. he shouldn't be stalking her. Yeah, he's a psychopath. It's like, but it's like that she weird, has, like... They'll, like, be having sex, her and some dude, and, like, he's watching from the street, but, like, all the windows are open, oh, no, and she's, yeah. like, on the first level. But I'm just she, like, oh. In the book, they talk about how, like, she wants people to see. Like, she's mm-hmm. not leaving them open because she's dumb. She's seeking attention, and she like admits oh. that in the book. I know it's interesting. You gotta stick around for that, though. See, I would have never known. Because at that. the beginning, you're like, close that. Close them. Close I just it. have an issue with my windows being open. So. Yeah, I usually close my curtains at night now. I leave them open during the day so you don't see anything, and I pay attention more. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's an update. Oh, and I graduated. I had already graduated by the time I we last recorded. I think I had. I was about to. When did we record last? It was, was it? December. Early December. Was it like after Thanksgiving? I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. Anyways, I graduated. I am a 
teacher now. I have a job that I'm starting in two days. Woo! Yeah. yeah. Look, what better way <laughs> to prepare for a brand new job than to podcast? I know. I always think about, like, I'm sure none of them know about this podcast. Which isn't good or bad. It's not like we say anything bad about anyone on here. Well, that's not true. Mm. <laughs> no one's specific, but it's, like, types of people. Like, dog moms, mm-hmm. Starbucks lovers, mm-hmm. those people who like certain things. If you're just doing we're just, it we're to not be a follower, fans. you need to stop. You do and, you. Yeah, don't get me wrong. We're not fans. Like, <laughs> Starbucks is convenient. You know, there's one on yeah. every single street uh, corner. I got Starbucks, like, two months ago. But, because... <laughs> so recent. <laughs> like, four years ago. I didn't ago. know you were such a follower. Wow. Because... <laughs> They, they tempt you with those sweet, sweet drinks. And yeah. every now and then, I want coffee that tastes like ice cream. Yeah. I think that's Starbucks where a lot of people... That. See, I'm more of like a... I like black coffee or, mm-hmm. you know... That's what I usually want. Sometimes you want like that summer moon, you know? Oh my god, I love summer moon. You want summer moon to just give you a cavity. Summer moon is fantastic. So good. But... Um, I don't like Starbucks, like, just regular blend. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't taste good to me. I wouldn't um, know. <laughs> and that's why I get so angry. But then I fail to remember that people don't go to Starbucks for the regular blend. No. They go for the mochas, the like white chocolate mochas. The chinos or the, frappes. Yeah, the triple chocolate. The stuff with cream on top. Cream latte. I don't know, but their and coffee tastes like... like weird food that they microwave. Okay, everyone, close your eyes for a second. You too. Yeah. Okay, imagine a bucket. No, don't peek at me. Okay. Keep them closed, folks. Imagine a bucket. What color? Wait, what if they're driving? Well, you better pull over. <laughs> or pause. That's how important this is? <laughs> yes. Podcast okay. come first. Okay, there's a bucket. What color? Let's say like a really dark forest green. Oh, I like it. Thank you. So, uh, that was one of my favorite colors. It's one of my favorite colors. Really? Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. Learning a lot today. <laughs> so, then imagine that there has been rainwater in the bucket for two months. I see where this is going. And also, it's in a big field that cows graze in, okay? Is that important? Yes, because the cows, they walk around in the pond, and they get muddy, and they drip pee everywhere a little bit, probably. Maybe a little poo. Do you know how cows work? <laughs> Not really. Okay. I'm city folk. <laughs> if anyone knows how cows work, <laughs> right, right on Comment Thoughts Podcast at Gmail. We really Thank need you. to know. Um. Anyways, they so many of these cows walk over our forest green bucket with rainwater. They walk over the bucket. What do you mean? They just happen to walk over it. They're not okay. step. They're not crushing it. It's perfectly intact. But all the fluids and the remnants of the cows in that pond and their Fecal matter and urine are dripping into the bucket of rainwater. Is this just what you're going to say Starbucks coffee tastes like? Yes. Now, <laughs> slap a Starbucks logo on the bucket. Uh, is that why it's forest green? No, that just happened to work oh, out yeah. really well. <laughs> yes, I had no idea where I was going with it. But everything just kind of works out for the best. Sometimes. Maybe like 1% of the time. I'd say like 10% of the time. Yeah, you can open your eyes now. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. That's what Starbucks just regular coffee tastes like. And I... It's not great. I'm not sure I've had their just, like, normal, like, cup of coffee from Starbucks. Yeah, I... mm. I think in the past five years, I've had Starbucks twice. I used to do a thing. I don't know. I saw, like, a... I don't even know if I saw it on TikTok, maybe. But it was, like, um, a healthy variation of, like, a Starbucks drink. 
Mm-hmm. So you go to Starbucks, and I had to order on the app because it was like a complicated order, and I, I was know, I so self-conscious about it. I don't like read it to me. Yeah, it was like a pump of like vanilla syrup or whatever mm-hmm. with like almond, not oat milk, almond milk. I'm not, not opening that milk. wrong. Yeah. And like all this fluffy do stuff, and I was just like, mm, I don't know. And it was okay. But I still, I like my regular coffee with honey in it. The mm-hmm. best. The best, like, cu- cup of coffee, but, like, it wasn't just coffee that I've ever had. I guess the best latte I've ever had was the, like, honey latte from Satan, Satan. Really? In Austin. It was so If y'all didn't good. know, Hope is currently promoting Satan. the devil. <laughs> wow. Satan served me coffee. Wow. God, if you can hear me. My dad. Like, wanted to go back there after. You know, I used to study there a little bit. We used to live really close to it. Mm-hmm. It's a neat coffee shop. It is. One of it's them like closed, It's like S-A-T-E-N? Yeah. But I C-N. think it might be like a line over the A or something. Oh. I don't know. Just so there's a distinction. No, this is not Lucifer we're talking about, yeah. but... Anyways. They do have good, good, good lattes. I've had their latte before. Yeah, so anyways. um, Sorry to have ripped on everyone who likes Starbucks. I guess I wouldn't understand because I don't it, go for the big, the I really good drinks. What bothers you and me and a lot of people at Starbucks is that people that like Starbucks don't really like coffee, but yeah. they act like it's the best coffee because they like what they get from there, right. but it's not really coffee. Right. So it bothers people who I guess really like coffee and they're like, that's not really. Yeah, we we just don't because we think of it as like I'm going to Starbucks, I need coffee to wake up. I tend to stay away from, like, the really good, like, sugars, like, really sweetened drinks, because mm-hmm. I'm, like, I got really fat freshman year of college like... from drinking, because in the dorm, and Kaylee can attest to this, downstairs on the first floor, there was this, like, coffee machine, and it was uh, French vanilla, like, coffee already blended up, and it would come out, and it was, like, the sweetest, mm. most, it was just, like, straight creamer. That's probably all it was. <laughs> there wasn't even oh, coffee in it. Talk about freshman, like, 25, just yeah. based on this drink. So then, because everyone, my dad would pull the thing of, like, oh, did you want coffee with your creamer? I'd be like, oh, my God, stop. <sighs> so now, and then my friend's dad, one time I was staying at her house, and he was like, oh, you two just tried to put a little honey in it. Mm-hmm. So if anyone's trying to ease into just, like, black coffee, because it is an acquired taste. It is. It is. A little bit of honey makes it really good. Even for me, and I like bitter things. Yeah. Um, and some, like, some black coffee is really good, and some of it sucks. Yeah. Like, Starbucks. some of it, I don't like coffee that's, like, fruity. Yeah. Some coffees are fruity. I don't like that. I like when it's, like, earthy <laughs> and, like... Like, low-key, like, I'm probably drinking dirt. But Wait, like, you would probably like Starbucks dirt. then. <laughs> you want the cows to drip over your bucket. I didn't say that. I said dirt. Coffee has that, like, earthy flavor, though. Call it what you want. It is earth. Yeah, coffee beans. Yeah, that's yeah. what I like. You know, I I could be wrong, but I think this might just be, like, a made-up story I read on the internet a few years ago about how coffee was, like, discovered, but it was um, not in this country. I forget where it was. Somewhere, I think, Middle Eastern, maybe. Um, his goats were eating cherries, but the coffee beans grow inside of the cherries. Mm-hmm. And the goats were getting really hyper, and he was like, what the heck are they eating? And he, like, discovered that there were coffee beans inside of it. Hmm. So it was probably, like, a creepypasta <laughs> coffee version. <laughs> I don't know. I like to think it's real, though. Probably something like that. Maybe. Because, you know, if the goat doesn't die, then it's probably safe to... Yeah. Drink. Um... 
if anyone is looking for like just a random coffee blend to start drinking, I, um, I really like the ATB brand uh, Houston blend so in Texas. In Texas, yeah. And is ATB anywhere of it? I think there might be like maybe one or, or maybe thinking of Whataburger. Whataburger is also kind of only Texas, but not only yeah. Texas. They have like some in Florida and Louisiana, maybe not Louisiana, but yeah. it's like y'all don't deserve it. Florida, get oh. your ish together. I'm just kidding. I love the Florida man. But yeah. Anyways, uh, Lubbock just got a new, their first ever H-E-B. Wow. I love H-E-B. Oh, H-E-B yeah. H-E-B makes me feel good inside oh. when I'm there. Yeah. It's I'm clean, always there. Too long. Organized. Safe. I don't know about that. We got some, there's some crazy shoppers in there. But you know what? That happens anywhere you go. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, so anyone in Lubbock, if you want new coffee to try, get the H-E-B brand yeah. Houston blend. I don't think I've ever had it, but I'm sure it's good. I do like it. That's what I drink. Anyways. Yeah, we went on a nice 20 minute tangent about coffee. That's what you're here for, Not though. Not really surprising. Please don't pretend like you didn't like that. Yeah, I'm sure I enjoyed it. Yeah. I love talking about coffee. I drink it so much. Yeah. I don't. That was a lie. She I drink doesn't. coffee like twice a month sometimes i just want coffee and i like try and drink tea because i enjoy tea when i drink tea see tea is my other form of reading Mm -hmm. i enjoy tea and i like tea but i never want to make tea i'm the same way and tea is good because it's it's good for you it's good if it's caffeinated it's usually a slow burn yeah it's like a nice it's a nice alternative if you're tired of coffee Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I still get to use my really cute favorite mug. And it can be, like, a bedtime thing. Oh, yeah? Like, you don't drink coffee before bed unless you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I did that last night at, like, 8. But yeah, I went to bed late last night. Some people judge me for how late I go to bed. I don't Who? have to be judged. Who? I'm not going to tell you on a I'll podcast. Fight them. I'll fight them. <laughs> no. You're not allowed to fight people anymore. Why not? You can't be close proximity to people. You can fight me, I guess. Maybe the I cats. Oh, uh, we're going to start um, Yoga with Adrian has oh, like a new 30-day. <laughs> I decided this without you. Clearly. No, we're going to do a, it's Yoga with Adrian. If you're not familiar, she's a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. She has like a whole website thing too, mm-hmm. and you can sign up for stuff. She's um, wonderful. I think it's all free, and that's one of the like awesome things about yes. it. Because yoga is expensive. Yeah, I would never really pay to go. To, maybe one yoga class just to see what it's like. But, but we couldn't go together. No. Because we do the YouTube videos, and we, we like fall over because we're laughing. Fall over. We laugh at each other. Some things happen. Yes. <laughs> it's all natural, everybody. It's yep. part of being Life. human. But yeah. I'm excited. We'll start that today. It's called Breathe, right? Breathe. Breathe or like breath. I can't remember if there's an E at the end. Yeah. So that'll be exciting. Mm-hmm. It took us um like four months to finish the last 30 minutes. I think it was like two and a half. I really do think it was like two and a half. It's all good though because we finished it and that's all that matters. Like I'm starting to get into like kind of a rhythm. Like some days I sit there and go, oh, I like just need to work out right now. Mm-hmm. I didn't used to feel that way. Mm-hmm. And it's not as consistent as I would like, but I'm getting there. Yeah. But I've been doing Pilates. Yes, she has. And I really like Pilates because it's like all strength and core, and it's not like, you know, I don't like cardio. Like, if I'm going to, I would rather just like go on a walk. And so, like, Pilates like gets your heart rate up because you're like doing ab stuff and leg stuff and arm stuff, but like you're not having to run around. 
Mm. I like stuff where I don't have to wear shoes. Yeah. I hate shoes. Yeah. What can I say? Yep. It's hard to keep a a routine um, of working out. I always have, like, I'll be really into it, and then I'll kind of have a few days off, and then, like, Let's just take a week off. Do the same thing with eating healthy. (laughs) And I try and just do that thing where you just, you know, every decision you get to make to be healthy. It's not like, I'm going to eat healthy for four days straight. It's like, I'm going to think about what's for breakfast, and I'm just trying to choose a healthier option. I'm not into, like, dieting or whatever. But I'll, like, eat a burger on Friday, and that's just it. Then, like, Saturday and Sunday, I just want, like, pizza and chicken nuggets. I'm having a burger tonight for dinner. And by, like, Wednesday of that following week, I finally go, I kind of just want some rice and vegetables. Yep. Then, like, I had a whole week where I wasn't making the best decisions about my food. And it's so unfair that you can eat so good for so long. And then for three days, you'll have chicken nuggets, and you gain 10 pounds. It's like, huh. Hi. Oh. This is this is uncalled for. This I, is rude. I find I'm trying I'm trying to do this thing where if I'm going to eat unhealthy, that's fine. I'm not going to stop myself, but I'm going to make it the side dish. So today, I had leftover pizza, but instead of eating two pieces of pizza to be full, I ate a piece of pizza and then some fruit and nuts. So like the pizza could get that pizza flavor. But I'm not filling up on just pizza. And I think that might be the key for me. Wow. Like so instead it's willpower. Of, it's, it comes and goes. I do have a lot of willpower, but the second I break it, it's gone. You know yeah. what I mean? I never make it to that point of having the willpower. Because I'll be like, <laughs> oh, I'll have a piece of, see, I'll be like, I'll have one piece of pizza. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be like, I'm still kind of hungry. We just have another piece. That's why... It's so good. I need more. Yeah. It's like you get the pizza and that good pizza flavor, but you're not full on pizza. You're full pizza. on like healthy stuff. But don't get me wrong. Yesterday, I was hungover, and I had three pieces of pizza. You were hungover? And two pieces of cheesy bread. Yes. I was very hungover. Really? Yeah. It was rough. It was those old fashions. It was those old fashions. Whose idea was that? <laughs> Might have been mine. And Harvey's. I had one, and I was like, oh, I am a wimp. They're rough. Wimpy do is me. Wimpy do. But that champagne was delicious. Uh, champagne is so good. It's so light. So light. It's not hard to drink. It's not. I had a mimosa the next day at my parents, and I was like, this, is, this is great. How's your beer, Dad? Can't relate. Can't relate either. I don't really like beer. Pinky's up on the mimosa glass. I'll sip someone's beer, but I don't want my own beer. Like random people's. My dad restaurant. was like, "You want to try this one? It's chocolate cranberry, blah blah blah." And I'll be like, "Sure." And then I'm like, "Oh, it tastes like beer." And you just spit it back into your cup. And like Hold sometimes on. the aftertaste, like four hours, I'm like, "Oh yeah, that kind of does taste like chocolate." <laughs> I I don't know. Like I'll go through phases of like, "Oh man, I really want beer." Like it's very you go through drink phases. I, I'm having soda right now. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm not adventurous with beer. I don't like IPAs, although they get the job done. Let me tell you, if you're like, I want to get drunk really quick, just have two glasses of IPA. You're going to be smacked in the head. Oh. Yeah. Um, no, I'm more of like a, <laughs> people are going to judge me for this. Uh, I like Michelob Ultra. That's what my mom drinks and my Meemaw. Oh yeah, that's my family drink. Yes. And I did say Meemaw because guess what? I come from a white family, (laughs) and that's what we name our elders. Anyways, how are you doing? (laughs) Good. I haven't talked that much today. I haven't either. Yesterday, 
um, I literally sat and read my book for like three hours straight. She did. She did. And you like walked past my room, and when I talked to you, my voice felt weird because I had been just completely silent for like three hours. And I love that. I'm the kind of person that can go a whole day by myself without talking, and I have no issues. And that's gonna not be possible anymore, probably. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, now that I'm gonna start teaching and having you know regular hours, I don't. I don't want to even work out. Hey, you'll find your schedule. I did that one semester. I would get up at five thirty and work out mm. before um, I went, and then COVID. So mm. you'll find it. I bet you'll end up out. getting your sleep schedule back. You'll be going to bed early. I'm excited for that. Waking up early, getting a little workout in. Mm-hmm. A workout that you don't have to shower after, so it's like, okay, that's the last time I need to get ready. Well, what kind of workout is that? I always sweat. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know, I feel like a quick rinse off, maybe. Yeah, like, I don't need to, like, wash my hair. Yeah, and, that's like, what always takes the longest, mm-hmm. and you have to, like, dry it, it takes forever. That's why, like, I think I might get into a schedule of, like, three days out of the week, I work out in the evenings, and two days out. Oh my god, my Peloton app just started. <laughs> oh my god, it's haunted. I don't even know how to stop it. That was really weird. I'm scared. I'm scared. Oh, my earbuds are still working. Your Peloton was like, look, now this is what you're going us. to do in the morning. Pelotons are uh, a little possessive. A little bit. That was kind of creepy. That was creepy. Something creepy always happens. Something creepy does always happen. Yeah. Oh, I used to, um, when I was student teaching, sometimes, a few days during the week, I was on the grind for, like, two months. Mm-hmm. I'd wake up at, like, 4.15. Oh, I remember. I thought you were crazy. I was crazy. I still am. And I would... But I don't have as much ways to express it now because everything's closed. <laughs> but uh, I would go to the gym and I would, like, shower real quick after. I didn't always have to wash my hair, which was nice. And then I would go teach and, like, be falling asleep by, like, 8.30 because I did not but go to bed nice, that early. though, when you, like, want to... When you're, like, tired at, like, 8, and you're like, I'm ready for bed. Like, that's... But that's... See, like, my thing is I have to find the right time of the day to read. Yeah. Because I will not fall asleep to a book. I will stay up later to read a book. It makes me sleepy. That's why I was up late last night, because I just kept wanting to read. (laughs) Yeah. I think if I start reading either Lord of the Rings or... Oh, that one will put you to sleep. Yeah, or... (laughs) Wait, no, what? It's exciting, but it's, like... I've heard that he's very, um flowery very descriptive very verbose and his like landscape descriptions and it's like good because like it's a new world you want to know what it looks like but like every now and then his friends just a little too long Mm -hmm. and you're like well i'm good at skimming i'm good at skimming through those things um i don't know i have a few options so we'll see yeah Yeah, i don't know what i'm i'm still i think the wizard of oz is gonna be like a a long a long con Mm mm-hmm um, cause the book I have actually has like 14 books in it. They're relatively short and I'm already like at the tail end of the first one. Mm-hmm. So then I'm going to pause after I finish that one and go to something else and then I'll come back. I might read The Day of the Locust next. Ooh, what is that? It's about, I thought it was behind me, but it's not. Um, a guy like moves to Hollywood and kind of sees the like seedy underbelly of like 1930s Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It was a Jeopardy question once, and that's why I wanted to read it. Oh yeah, you did mention that. <laughs> um, and I was like, that sounds good because I am 
oddly fascinated by like the weirdness of like la and hollywood and, like, yeah it's, it's interesting weird and crazy it's and so like unknown to us that it's like i can't fathom being famous i don't want to be famous i, I would be, be okay famous. <laughs> i want to be famous no i would be okay being like podcast famous because like i don't even famous podcasters i don't even know what they look like right but i like them because you know their voice yeah um but like you know the podcast i listen to it's like you, people know them because they listen to their podcast. It's not mm-hmm. like a celebrity who everyone knows and is constantly watching and like, oh, you can't do this or mm-hmm. what were they wearing? You know, like I don't know, like who my, who like the podcasters I listen to, like if they, who they're married to or like yeah. where they live. Even I don't even know what state they live in. Right, I'd be okay being like, uh, like an F list celebrity. Like, <laughs> I had to go through all the letters to like how far down is that? It's it's far. That's all I need it to is. know. I I think that would be nice. A different kind of... The only kind of famous I think I can handle is, like, podcast yeah. famous. Yeah. I don't want people... I don't want a million Instagram followers. Maybe on our podcast one if we ever make it, and it's just, like, pictures of work. Right, right. <laughs> like, things... Pictures of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of podcasts, should we get into... Today's episode? Today's episode? First of all, I think we're on episode... 11. 11. Um, and guess what, ladies and gents? We have a research episode oh, yeah. in the works Sometimes today. I don't know what you're going to say. And I don't know if I'm like not it. privy to it, so I'm just going to have to play along. Sometimes you do that. That's because we, uh, we no longer... I farted that. <laughs> it's going to oh, stink. Okay. <laughs> Alright, now I do have to mark this as explicit. <laughs> Whoa, everyone plug your nose. Um, no, but we no longer, um, telepathically communicate. We don't? Not anymore. Did we used to? I used to. With me? I thought you were doing it too. Was it responsive? (laughs) God, that explains so much. Okay. I thought you were just ignoring me. You don't have to say for them, but are you talking about something we've really tried doing, or this is a weird joke? You can just shake your head yes or no, because I'm so confused. <laughs> the second option. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, yeah. No, we we did all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't pity me. I'm not pitying you. She's pitying me. I'm pitying you. I am. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so, so you just gonna lie about it at first? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Can't trust anybody these um, days. It be your own. Did you? <laughs> did you say we're doing a research episode? Yes, yeah, a research okay, episode. I wasn't sure. And we didn't tell each other what we were doing. Surprise, surprise. We're just anything um, in the world. I think we're, we want to do these a little more often. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, I don't know about you, when I'm quote-unquote in school, not as a student anymore, I'm, like, more, pr- like, productive. Like, I'm yeah. more willing to take on a little bit more. Yeah. I think so it's because you're already in the zone and you're like, yeah. oh, I can do What's just- one more thing yeah. to make the day go by faster so I can go to bed? I like doing this type of stuff because it's not for school. It's just for fun. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I'll procrastinate doing this. Sure. Mm-hmm. What 15 page paper? No. Oh, I don't know what that is. I never heard of it. Paper? Yeah. What is that? Oh, God. I couldn't tell you all about paper. <laughs> Library school. Oh, I really have to learn about paper. Okay. Real quick. Real quick. In this book, in the first Hidden bodies. book, you, you, sorry, he works in a bookstore. Yes, I saw that in like, the show. And he, like, talks about it a little bit, like, 
How you are supposed to preserve books? I'm like, my oh my god, did. Lindsay, that's you. Oh my god. You're a stalker. Oh my god, everyone relax. Yeah, I couldn't get into that show though. But I did to that part. And they meet in the bookstore, right? Mm-hmm. One of your best. Alright, who is gonna go first? I'm rock, nervous. Rock, paper, scissors? I guess. I'm just worried I didn't really write enough. My low-key might be like a seven-minute research. That's okay, because we've already been talking for like three hours. Mm-hmm. It's 7 p.m. I'm kidding. <laughs> you was not. The face of pure fear. You were like, no. There's <laughs> no way. Really sad. Very okay. sad. How do we... Okay, rock, paper, scissors, okay. shoot. Yes. Rock, rock paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. So, best two out of three? Okay. okay. Wait, did loser go first? Yes. Okay. Rock, Rock paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Yes. I have to go first. Okay, okay, okay. So, oh, I am just an indecisive mofo. Okay, so I had a hard time, like, Are settling. you sure about that? Exactly. <laughs> I'm not. Don't make me cry. No, I had a hard time figuring out what I wanted to talk about, too. Yeah, I was going to do a completely different topic. Um, Actually, like, last week I was like, I really want to get into the murder of Tupac and Biggie. I want to know what happened, because it's unsolved. Mm-hmm. There's several conspiracy theories, several, not really conspiracies, more like a, I don't really know what conspiracy theory means. We'll just call them theories of, like, who did it, but no one knows for sure. So I was watching a few, like, videos on it, and I was just like, oh my god, this is a lot like, this is, like, one for the big podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not qualified to research this. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of layers to it. Um, so, if anyone has any theories about that, let me know. Because it's interesting. Like, it's very, uh, I don't want to say entertaining. That's kind of messed up. But the videos are interesting to watch about it. And to yeah. kind of spectate on what you think. Mm-hmm. But, so I really love paranormal stuff. And I told you it's going to be paranormal. Oh my God, um, and you know, cause we're living in Austin, I was like, oh, I'll do the Driscoll. I'll do the Driscoll Hotel, cause I have I've been there before. That's a really nice one. It's a really beautiful hotel. It's downtown on Sixth Street. Sixth Street. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it's very old. So well before well before I get into it, I just want to um credit my resources. So I used Austin Not dot com, austinghosts.com, and monkeymiles.com. So, the Driscoll, it is, how do I describe it? It's like, it's big, you know, but it's only like five stories tall. Okay. Which doesn't really... Not like one of those mega hotels. Right, like the Fairmont downtown is like 40 stories tall. Yeah. It's beautiful. I really love hotels. Um, But the Driscoll, it's like orangey, brownish, um, like brick. What is a brick? I don't really know. It's like stone. Hmm. Whatever. You would walk by and you'd be like, that's an old building. Yeah. So it was founded in 1866. Um, and, oh, yes, because we were talking about Roman. We were like, oh, Roman is kind of, like, in both of our stories, you know? Because I was like, mine, there's like one fiftieth of mine has to do with it. Mm-hmm. So just the style of the hotel is Romanesque Revival. Oh. That's it. That's the only Roman um, <laughs> portion of my story. I like it. Yes. No, let's stop there and talk about it. A Romanesque revival. It's like when you do like a group project and you happen to be on the one part where someone has a question and you're like, 
Um, no, we're just gonna move on. Yeah, your question's irrelevant. Quit being annoying. You know, people, it's like, don't ask me a question just to, like, look good in front of the teacher. Mm-hmm. I thought we were cool. And you're putting me on the spot. We're, I'm about I don't to kill you. <laughs> well, okay. Mm, don't touch the book. Okay, so we are going to talk about Mr. Jesse Driscoll, who, you might ask, is this fellow. Obviously, he decided he wanted to build the hotel. And he was a... A colonel, right? That's how you say it, colonel. Mm-hmm. It's spelled so different. Mm-hmm. Nothing makes you more angry than that. Spell it colonel if you want to call him a colonel. Oh, like baloney? Baloney. Just things that don't make... Or, uh, hors d'oeuvres. Well, get out of French. my Get out of my face with it. Okay, why don't we have Lindsay like doesn't, a No, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm very interested in French. I know. Oh, what's that supposed to mean? <laughs> okay. Anyways, so this dude, he kind of sucked, okay? And you'll you'll see that. Like, all the uh, research I did on him, everyone was like, he was a terrible person. Like, hmm. so he started in Mississippi, and he moved to Texas, and he struck gold when he began selling cattle to the Confederate Army. So, you know, just working with the wrong people, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So after, right, after the South was obliterated by the North's wrath, Civil War, if anyone in here is history buff, <laughs> he realized how much money he had, which was quite a bit, because he was in the right business at that time. Um, so he's like, hmm, like, I have a lot of money, I want to expand my uh, my wealth and um, get into some new type of business, so he's like, I'm going to have a hotel. Um, so, in 1884, he bought the lot on what is now 6th Street, which apparently used to be like I a it was really... Six three. Six three? <laughs> It used to be a really bad part of town, mm-hmm. um, and they said that a lot of people who lived in the area couldn't even afford to stay at the hotel. Mm-hmm. So business was not great for him in the first couple of years. Mm-hmm. So anyways, at the time, um, he put in $40,000 for the hotel, which I don't know how much that is today, but I can look I'm it up. I'm sure that's a lot. In the 1860s, you said? 1870s? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that's like a million dollars today. I don't know. Yeah, it's equivalent to about a million dollars. So, man, those cattle—they first they make Starbucks and then they make you rich enough to build a hotel. Anyways, um, so it's known to be one of the most haunted hotels in the U.S. And some people say that it's because um, I just copy and pasted this from one of the books I, that I had earlier. But um, they're saying that like the money he got from it was basically it came from like dead soldiers, human misery, and slaughtered cows. Mm. The whole assembly line from start to finish was drenched in blood and vile. Oh my god. That's how the Driscoll Hotel became one of the most haunted hotels in U.S. history. Wait, like no one died at it? Oh, people died in it. Oh, okay. Yes, that's how they started haunting it. But I think they're saying that it was like destined to be cursed and like awful. Um, I have a few fun facts though before I get into the paranormal stuff. President Johnson, what number was that? Hope what president was he? <laughs> yes. I don't know. 40? Really? No. Then, no. What are we on, 44 right now? <laughs> oh my god, I was gonna believe it too. What? Look. He's probably like 38. Are you counting? I think he's 17. I don't know, I have to look at Wait, I thought you were talking about LBJ. 
LBJ is not the 17th president. <laughs> Lindsay, Lincoln was the 16th Did president. Did we have a president named Andrew Johnson? Oh, yeah. I think when was so. LBJ president? He wasn't president like in the, the 1800s. 16th. No, that's what I was... I didn't know where you were going with this. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know which okay. President Johnson. Maybe it was LBJ. Probably. I was thinking Andrew Johnson. Well, because wasn't he from Texas? Yeah, LBJ. Wasn't there like Johnson City, right? Jumbo? Yeah. Jumbo. Oh my god, yes, we actually, about uh, that. UT has an LBJ museum if anyone. Yeah, I've been there. Interested. It's cool. I had to study it for a class, but it was yeah. closed, so I had to do it online. I just had to sit inside of one of the rooms in there, but I didn't get to look around. So. Oh. I mean, I All think right. I could have, I just chose not to. I hope it's not a fan of President Jumbo. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know her personal feelings toward him. We don't have to talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> so he had his first date with his wife at the hotel bar. Um, and it is the oldest operating bar in Austin. And, furthermore, the first, very first, long-distance telephone call in Austin comes from the lobby of the Driscoll, which happened in 1898. That's cool. Yeah. So, anyways, as it turns out, our Jesse Driscoll was not great with money. He fell victim to financial hardship, mm. meaning that he blew his money on alcohol, women, and gambling. On oh, my three favorite things. Yes, yes. Um, side note, I write. Would you go to Vegas? I guess I like the way you narrate your own writing. <laughs> would I like to go to Vegas? Yeah. Yeah. You would? Yeah. Why would I not go to Vegas? I don't know. I just. I don't think I would me. really gamble. Yeah, I but think just, I would like to watch people gamble. Just go into Vegas, you know. I would probably sit no. there the whole time and be like, "How do you count cards?" And My then parents... they'd be like, "What do you? You look suspicious." And I'd be like, "I really don't know how to do anything." But... Yeah. No, I'm the kind. Of, I would like. Walk up to a table and be like, "Deal me in," and I'd be like, "Raise me," and they'd be like, "Ma'am, this is roulette," <laughs> and I'd be like, "Raise me anyway." Come on! They're like, "So you want three bullets?" <laughs> I'm playing Russian roulette. Just roulette. What's roulette? Where they they spin the thing with the ball and you bet on what number it's gonna fall on. Oh yeah, no, I'm not qualified for Vegas. Maybe I'm qualified for more but, of like arcade games. No, I'm like, just saying we could go to like the cool shows. We could see a burlesque show. That oh would be god. fun. Oh my god, I want to see the Blue Man Group. Yeah. There's crazy roller coasters in Vegas too. Like I don't know the if I'm go like off ballsy of, like, the tops enough. Of buildings. Yeah. We could go to like a really fancy buffet. Yeah. All right, let's go to Vegas one day. Yeah. Then. In like 2025, maybe. Yeah. 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 Actually, if you've uh, if you've ever had Starbucks before. Don't worry about COVID. You're immune. Well. <laughs> okay, Lindsay. Starbucks Let's uh, regular that. brew, to be specific. The cow bucket. Don't worry Scobie about it. Scoby's offended. Scoby loves Starbucks. <laughs> She's born in a Starbucks parking lot. Probably. Probably. That explains so much. <laughs> She's crackhead little kid. I can't over chairs believe they're outside. sleeping next to each other right now. <laughs> She's touching Pippa. Okay. So, as it turns out, uh, Jesse lost the deed to the hotel in a poker game. So, I guess he bet it. He was like, oh, That's I have really the happens. deed. The 1800s, my that guy. that was like a Gossip Girl thing only. 1800s are a wild time, from what I can tell. So, afterwards, he was overwhelmed by debt, and he eventually kind of worked himself into a depression, and he just died in the hotel. Oh. So, I don't know if he was living oh, in there. so he haunts it. So Jesse is known to be one of the ghosts who haunts the Driscoll. People say that they see um, an apparition of him and his like 
Colonel Seward, and mm-hmm. he's always accompanied by cigar smoke or like the smell of the cigar. Hmm. Um, and there is a large like oil painting of him in the lobby. Like, it's creepy. All oil paintings creep me out. Like the portraits of people. Like their I'm eyes. I'm gonna get you one for your thing. Okay. So yeah, he's that's one of the like lesser cool ghosts. Um, the lesser cool ghosts. One of the. That. One, like, really sad story is that a kid fell down the grand staircase, she was chasing a ball, fell to her death, and people now say that they see a ball rolling down the stairs, and sometimes they see, like, a little child chasing after it. And there's a portrait of this little girl on the fifth floor, and she has the eyes, too, that stare you down. Mm. It eats away at your soul. Um, So that's my personal favorite haunting of the Driscoll is... The Haunting of Room 525, which is on the fifth floor. Now, I have to um, I have to have a disclaimer, though, because I was doing, you know, research on this, and I got kind of, like, um, contradicting information, or, like, one website said one thing, one said another. Mm-hmm. So, the story goes that um, 20 years apart was, like, the most common. Some websites said 10 years apart. Um, two brides, 20 years apart, the same room. The same day, um, both killed themselves in the bathroom. Yeah. So they don't know if it's, like, you know, the second occurrence was, like, a bad omen in there, kind of, like, pushing her towards it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I heard a lot of different things. So Hmm. 525 is said to be, like, the most haunted room in the hotel. Um, I did see another story, though, about the fourth floor, and this was another bride. So that's why I'm like, I don't know if this is, like, I don't know which, you know, if this is a completely different, um, like, event. Mm-hmm. I don't know the way to call it. Unrelated. Yeah, so there was, uh, in 1989, um, there's a woman who's from Houston, and her fiancé called the wedding off, and so she was, like, really distraught, and so she drives to Austin, she took $10,000 from his bank account, went to the hotel, and was, like, just give me the nicest room, and so they did. And uh, 427, I guess, is a really nice room. Mm-hmm. So they gave her that room. Um, she goes out shopping. The last time she's seen a life, she's walking into the hotel at 1 a.m. with just a ton of shopping bags. She goes to the bar. She has a Coke. Um, goes up back to her room. This one, uh, trigger warning, this is kind of graphic. So just skip ahead if you don't want to hear this. She puts a pillow to her stomach. She takes out a pistol, which she had bought that day, and, yeah, she pulls the trigger. And so she had the do not disturb sign on the door, and the pillow had muffled the sound, mm-hmm. so no one found her for three days. Because oh the root, the um, maids, you know, you have a do not disturb yeah. sign on the door. They're not going to come in. So she was also in the bathtub. So that's why I was like, I don't know if that's actually one of the other brides, or do they have three brides? Moral of the story, if you are going to get married, if your wedding's been called off, just avoid the disco. Yeah. Remind yeah. me if I get married in Austin not to go there. Yeah. It's such a nice hotel, though. It's so pretty. <laughs> so, like, you <laughs> I should, or? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I did find, like, a personal account of a couple who, um, they took a trip to the disco. They didn't know it was haunted. They, they kind of blogged about it. Um, so the front desk woman was like i'm gonna bump you up to the nicest hotel room and this is monkey miles i think they blog about trips and stuff mm-hmm. um so they have room did they have 525 yeah they have 525 
So they're like going to the room and some woman stops in the hallway and she's like, y'all are staying in room 525? You're so lucky. And they're like, what? Because <laughs> they had no idea that it was haunted. They're like, she's weird. Was um, it you? Are you the lady in the story? <laughs> I was like, oh my god. You went there once, didn't you? Yeah. I'm going to talk about it too. Don't you worry. So I think that she kind of told them. Yeah. She was like, oh. So she kind of told them all about it, and they were like, oh, we're not very comfortable with this. We don't want to stay in a haunted room. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, they're like, ugh, whatever. Like, they kind of brush it off. They go downstairs to the um, bar, and they read articles about it, so I guess they didn't blow it off. They're like, oh. So they go to the front desk, and they're like, um, they're like, we don't, why was this an upgrade? Like, some people don't want to stay in haunted rooms, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would. I was thinking that I think I wouldn't do it by myself. Yeah. If I was with three people. Mm-hmm. I feel like I wouldn't sleep. I feel like this is an all like, experience. I feel like I would just have a hard time falling asleep. Just I would like be so thinking scared. I was hearing things or Like as soon things. as I close my eyes, something is going to be in my face. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to happen. Yeah, I would like to walk through, which I've done a few times, but nothing really happens when you just walk. You got to be... You know, committed. Now you have to be vulnerable. Ghost-like commitment. TJs. Oh my god, socks off. They're gonna tickle your feet. This piggy went to the market. This piggy went into the paranormal existence. And your pinky toe just floats away. (laughs) You're like, wait. Like, no, I'm gonna balance. (laughs) Give me that. (laughs) Your pinky toe's like, bye. They talk like the Animal Crossing people. <laughs> this is so off topic, but I saw a TikTok today, and he was like, how come in Animal Crossing, like, you'll see a tiny little, like, mouse, and he'll have, like, a deep voice, like, blah, 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 blah. and then you'll see a gorilla, and it'll be like, blah, 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 like, really high <laughs> That's just the way the world works, man. Yeah. We don't make the rules. We don't, especially not in Animal Crossing. Mm-mm. I'm not God, or whatever you believe in. Or don't believe in. I don't make the rules. I don't. <laughs> Look at that inclusivity. Thank you. No judgment here. Okay. So, anyways, um, they basically tried to switch their room, and the hotel just did not have anything else available that night. I mean, it is a popular hotel. I think that is sold out quite often. So they go down to the bar. They have drinks. Da 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 da. They have a nice picture of their little margaritas. Not my kind of margarita, though. I don't like on the rocks. I like frozen, baby. Never really had a margarita. I used to sip my parents at Mexican restaurants. Like, I sip my dad's beer. Yes, and I was also, like, 16. So, anyways. I think in Texas, that's actually legal. I think it is, if your parents are present. Good old Texas. Good old Texas. Yes. Best I can do is for That's something Texas would say. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, around midnight, they go back up to their room. So, anyways, they're like, we'll order room service. We'll watch the movie, which is, like, one of my favorite parts about hotels I wanna, is room service. I've only ordered room service at a hotel, like, once. I used to live in a hotel for a little bit. Call me London Tipton. I'm going to say Serena. They, like, all live in hotels, don't they? They do? I think so, but probably not. They're probably just really, really nice apartments, which mm-hmm. in my mind is like a hotel. Yeah, they do. They look very, nice. like, embellished. Who checked that hotel? It doesn't have to be a hotel. Probably lived at a brothel. Basically. Yeah, we lived in one in um, Baku before they had, like, a house ready for us. And uh, it was not very fun. <laughs> at first, I thought it would be cool. And it was. You weren't living the sweet life? <laughs> no. 
There's no Mr. Mosby to really make my stay worthwhile. No Esteban. Arwen. Okay. Are we just so, gonna name characters now? <laughs> all the goats. So they end up back in room 525. And so uh, they're like, alright, they start watching their movie. And the hotel is 130 years old, okay? So they're like, ugh. Because they start, like, I think the lights start to flicker. And they're like, okay, it's an old building. Like, these types of things are normal, right? Mm-hmm. So they're like, whatever. But they're like, oh, well, their bedside lamp wasn't flickering. But they're like, oh. like if you're if you're in a haunted room and things start happening, I think you want to keep reassuring yourself till the last minute. Like, no, that's just something electrical. That's yeah. not a ghost. My Peloton app just starting out of yeah, nowhere. That's, that's just, just a my phone, phone being weird. Yeah, your that's phone never happened weird. before, though. But first time for everything. Exactly. I knew you'd understand. Um, okay. Let's see. Okay, they say, like, they're nodding off, the lights start to flicker again, um, and then they're, like, they start to get scared, and so, three more times, the overhead lights flicker, so they sit up in bed, like, my girlfriend isn't saying a thing, um, she's shaking her head, no, 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 (laughs) five times the lights flickered, then, out of nowhere, five loud knocks on the door, and they're like, hell no, so they get out of bed, and they go and look, and there's no one through the people and they're just like nope um, so they start packing immediately which is probably something i would do i'd be like no i'm too much of a wimp mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not in it for this and so they go down and they're like our all of our systems are down we can't switch rooms so they literally leave the hotel and go stay at like a marriott somewhere else they're like we just can't so i don't know apparently 525 is you know but they said they had really good um customer service from the hotel they like refunded them and everything so they're, oh, that's they're nice. really nice yeah so anyways just a few more like apparitions that i found so um in one of the like downstairs rooms they have a lot of mirrors that like are completely um parallel to each other mm-hmm. so if you look a certain way you know you'll be reflected like multiple times yeah but some people report like just having some random other person with them in the mirror reflection and there's like nobody there and they're like no yeah, they say that hands will touch you. No, thank you. Don't effing touch me. Oh. And then the the woman who um, went shopping, you know, 427, they see a ghost walking around with a ton of shopping bags, and they know that that's her. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so to finish off, I'm just going to talk about my experience. So I think, oh my gosh, 2018, I think. I don't think it was 2017. My friend and I, we took a bus down to Sixth Street, mm-hmm. and we were like, all right, let's just explore the disco. Like, we weren't going to bars or anything. We were just like, we want to, we both really are interested in, like, paranormal things. And so, um, I said, we went to Concierge Marie, <laughs> ripped to the office. <laughs> and so, we were like, what's the tea? Like, tell us what's haunted, you know? And the concierge was, like, being really, like, low-key about it. Like, he would not give us really any details he knew we weren't staying there he's probably like y'all are annoying Mm -hmm. and then eventually he like takes out a pamphlet i'm like you've had this pamphlet in the in the drawer (laughs) the whole time and you weren't gonna give it to us you were for real i know i just had to see if you were really like all about it i was like why are you withholding this information from me anyway so he explained to us about the fifth floor like that's you know 525 is supposed to be the really haunted room but i think he tried to play it off of like well, we've just renovated so many times. We don't actually know which room was the original 525. And we were like, 
We don't believe you. <laughs> That's total BS. If you had someone die in any room in a hotel, I think you would make sure you remember what room it was. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Anyway, so we went to 525. We actually have a picture in front of the door. I've never seen this picture. Really? I can I show you. So. It was a fun night. Anyways, um, we didn't see any ghosts or anything creepy, but we both just felt, like, so uncomfortable. I mean, it could have just been, like, completely in our heads of, like, you know, we're anxious, we're excited, but, like, we were both like, we need to get out of here. Like, it was very, like, claustrophobic feeling inside. Mm-hmm. Really old carpet, really creepy, like, big old vintage couches in the hallway and like we were just like yeah we gotta go the hallways were absolutely creepo mode that's what i said yeah all the paintings all that stuff so no ghosts for no us ghosts. just bad that you know bad. of ours yeah i know mm-hmm. right so anyways that's the driscoll hotel that's interesting yes that's all i got for I you okay i guess it's my turn Completely unrelated. God, that should be the new podcast title. Of Completely show. unrelated. Um, no strings attached. Hey, Lindsay. Yeah. And I wrote this specific <laughs> opener down. Okay. What's Garfield's favorite food? Sardines. Fish? That's right. It's lasagna. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. You know, I had a feeling he wouldn't know. I love lasagna. And that's why I thought it might be funny. I have lasagna in the fridge right now. <laughs> I know. Um, it really is, though. Lasagna is his favorite food. Did you ever, I was obsessed with the Garfield comics in elementary school. I would check them out of the library and read them like crazy. No, I watched the movie, the, like, live-action one. Mm-hmm. Not the best, but. No, but. I liked it. Anyways, that's right. We're talking about lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> and you say that it's unrelated. <laughs> well, yeah, because it is. Okay. <laughs> um... I would just, you can't see this. These are my notes, and they're numbered in how I'm supposed to talk about them, because I'm the, as organized as I am in every other sense of my life, when I take notes, my brain explodes. <laughs> and so these are labeled one through six, and five isn't even on this page. It's on the I next page. I don't even see two. Oh my god, I don't even see two. Oh, I found <laughs> it. It's just, I didn't write it, I wrote it over here. Anyways. So, this is going to be scattered brain. You're probably going to hate listening to this. No, I love this kind of stuff. So, we're going to talk about a, l- a little bit of lasagna. She's going to make me hungry. Yeah. Um, I love lasagna. And let's just let's just get right on into it. Um, as with, like, a lot of foods, uh, like, we don't know exactly where it originated. Um, but there's, you know, there's hearsay from different countries. If I asked you where do you think lasagna originated, what would you say? Italy. Yeah, right? Italia. Um, the Romans. We attribute it to Italy, uh, specifically uh, Naples, but we're not exactly sure. It also depends what you consider lasagna, you know? Oh, it's getting deep. I know. So, there's kind of speculation that it started in England, ancient <gasps> Greece, England. Italy, or Rome. Whoa! My favorite would be ancient Greece, if I got to pick. Okay, if you were a historian, and you got to choose... (laughs) Ancient Greece. Ancient Greece all the way. Uh, So, in general, what we know as lasagna today is typically a flat noodle. Long, (laughs) flat noodle. Layered with, could be ragu, which is a ground meat tomato sauce. 
Um, sometimes veggies. My mom doesn't put veggies in hers. That's because she's a real Italian. Oh. All you fake Italians out there, Lindsay. You Guidos. <laughs> Are we allowed to say that? Is that derogatory? I actually don't know. Well, if it is, I'm very sorry. I did not know. Uh, Harvey, I got it you from Jersey Shore. Harvey, please. <laughs> um, cheese, uh, which is uh, sometimes ricotta or parmesan. And then like your typical Italian spices, oregano, garlic, that kind mm. of thing. And then topped with mozzarella. And I will say... My mom only puts mozzarella on top. Does not go not in it. Ricotta goes in between. Oh, is there Ricotta. like a specific reason? Is it just like the? Does it melt better? I mean, it... yeah, like mozzarella melts really well on top. I love cheese. I might have some for dinner tonight. Actually, I think I'll. I want to make some. It's delicious. Oh, we didn't. We made meatballs for Valentine's Day. Mm. Those were great. Valentine's Day. But um, that's kind of your typical lasagna. You know, there's variations. Every single person makes it a little different. Um, you know, even like the noodles can look different. I've seen lasagna made with like very flat, just like rectangle noodles. Then like my mom uses a kind of like kind of like wiggly at the end. Yeah, it just kind of depends. A wiggly but noodle. But for the most part, lasagna is baked in the oven. Yeah. That's the key. Yeah. There's like a baking process. That's where we get the term al forno. Which is like oven baked in Italian. Don't cook it on the stove. You will no. die. I mean, like, my mom boils the noodles first. Mm-hmm. And you can get the ones where you don't have to, but she doesn't trust them. I might have to have a lasagna for dinner. It sounds so good. It is good. Um, so, we'll start in Italy. Uh, it's attributed to Naples. I said that already. And we hear about it in the... Excuse my pronunciation. Liber de Cochina... Um, in the 14th century, and they refer to lasagna like the it's a type of fermented dough. Wait, is that Book of the Kitchen? Yeah, kitchen like Libro de Cocina. Cocina Co- might be. Cocina. It's a Q. It's a Q. Yeah, this is Italian, Lindsay. <laughs> Wait, you look so oh, mad. What? I'm just kidding. Okay. Mm-mm. It's co- I think it's coquina. Cocaina. It, it could be coquina, but I don't think so. No, it's fine, right? Quinoa. Uh, that's the 14th Co-quinoa. century. Quinoa. Which I might remind everyone, because I do this in my head, 14th century is the 1300s. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really understand why, but that's how it is. So deal with it. But they talk about a fermented dough that is flattened into thin sheets, boiled... And topped with spices and cheese. Mm. So that's where it's kind of like, is that lasagna? Because that doesn't go in the oven. Yeah. You know? And then just, there's a dried leaf coming out of my journal. In general, there is lasagna di carnevale, which has sausage in it. It's supposed to be local sausage from where we live. Is it Italian sausage? I guess. I don't know what Italian sausage I don't either. Fried meatballs, mm. hard-boiled eggs, what? and a red beer. And then there's lasagna al forno, which is ironic because aren't they all al forno? <laughs> yes. I thought that was funny. I don't know why. And this one has a thicker ragu, which is the meat sauce, mm-hmm. and then a bechamel. A bechamel dough. Oh. So I'm that's so that's a little bit of Italy. Um, we can move on to... Kind of where we hear about it in England. 
Uh, there's records of a lasagna type dish, and that's kind of the general idea of like. I was like, kind of snoring. Um, it's like it's like it's really just what do you think of lasagna? Because and I'll get into it. There's this whole thing about tomatoes because you know they didn't have tomatoes in England for a while. I didn't know that. Well, um, I just never thought of They that. got them in 2004. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so recent. So in 1390, which is also the 14th century, um, we hear about a type of lasagna dish in the form of curry. That was a trivia question when I hosted trivia. Uh, and they make it for King Richard II oh. in England. And I will note, there was no tomatoes in it. Because... Mm. Um, they just didn't have tomatoes in England yet. They hadn't been brought back by Columbus. So, you know, it's like, is that lasagna? Because, like, so, lasagna has tomatoes. Yeah, sauce, so does right? it have to have tomatoes to be considered lasagna? I don't know, because then later, let me see, I think I wrote it on the next page. <laughs> let me refer to my notes. Um, in 1863, we hear about it in Bologna. So sorry if that's wrong. This is in Italy. <laughs> And this is where they recommend you layer it. So we haven't even been layering it yet. Oh, right? no. Now, that doesn't mean no one was, but this is, like, the official written record of someone doing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they could have been doing that in, like, the year four, but no one wrote it down. You need so. a record keeper. And then in 1881, um, we, in the Principe de Cuoqui, they add tomatoes. The official adding of tomatoes. Wow. Um, if you hear something different, let me know, because there was a lot, and I mean a lot of conflicting information Oh, I, this. I'm sure, wait, sorry, that was, what year was that? 1881. Doesn't that seem so late? It does. That's what I was thinking. But, like, I guess it's not that late. I don't know. It's like, a long time ago for us, but, like, yeah. not, I no. feel like, when they could have started inventing lasagna, you know? Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Like, they could have had it way before. Right? Like, because it's the whole thing of, like, with food, you don't know it till someone writes it. Yeah. Because no I've one literally writes it, never thought know. about this with food before. Isn't that interesting? I've never thought about the history of food. You could start a series on the I history was thinking, of food. I was thinking we could do research where, I don't know if you'd always want to do paranormal, although that's my Heck yeah. I would be so fine talking about food every oh episode. Oh my god, I would love to do paranormals on every episode. have, like, special names for it, like ghostly dinners or something. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, um, we can kind of move on back to where does this name even come from? Lasagna. I looked up, there's lasagna and like lasagna. <laughs> one ends with an A, one ends with an E. From my own understanding, they're pronounced the same way, but one is the singular, like this is lasagna, and one is like the noodle. Mm. That's probably wrong, and I'm sorry. I don't like the English language, because, you know, I feel like it could be lasagna. Well, what is up with the letter G? Well, here, let me tell you. Listen up. <laughs> so, there's speculation that it comes from lasagnon, lasagnon, I don't know, which is the first form of pasta, and that's, like, kind of ancient Greece-ish. Or, laganon which is an unleavened bread that they would eat on Clean Mondays, which is a holiday. I don't know what it is. I didn't look it up. I should have. Or it could have come from lasagna as in the word for chamber pot. 
don't know the... I mean, I kind of get it. It's kind of weird because being a cheaper part than the other one. Mm -hmm. That's not... Do I know what it is? I'm pretty sure it's, like, where you would, like, go to the bathroom in your room. And it's literally a little oh. pot and you dump it out, you know, out of the window. Starbucks. Spicy. So that's, like, ancient Greece. That's kind of where we think maybe it comes from. We're not sure. It could be Lazanan, <laughs> Lazana, Laganan. We don't know. But the, the kind of key thing right here is, like, for the most part, some sort of cooking vessel. It's kind mm -hmm. of where we think the name comes from. In Rome, we have Lazanum or Lazanon. It's kind of weird how it is. Uh, and that can refer to a cooking pot. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we hear about that in De Re Coquinaria from, oh my god, Apicius. I'm going to have to look up all my pronunciations because I know if I keep researching food, I'm going to come across a lot oh, yeah. of words I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so they're, so they're saying that it might the name might come from how it's cooked or what it's cooked in. Yeah, so they're kind of speculating. Because then there's that weird little one from Greece that was um, an unleavened bread. Okay. And that was Laganon. Interesting. Right? Interesting. And they have, like, the Greek writing of it, but I didn't know how to say it. That's why I'm not really sure I'm saying it right. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of interesting. But, like, in general, it's funny. The word or the dish seems to be named after what it's cooked in, which is kind of interesting. Right, because I can't think of another dish that is like that, although I'm, I can't know that much about food. But everything else, like hamburger, is like, yeah. You know, because like in this one, it's like the word for the thing you cook it in was like before they named it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like we have muffins, which are made in a muffin tin, but like, but you, did that? You'd think the muffin was probably named first, and right? And they're like, oh yeah, muffin tin. But it's really, it's really messy. Um, some places in England take credit for it. Some places in Italy take credit for it. I would say most people would give the credit to Italy. Uh, Rome and ancient Greece are kind of those, in my opinion, ones that are like, well, they kind of had maybe something like it. But was it really? Yeah, but like, is it really what, like, this could be a whole episode on like, what is lasagna? Yeah. You know, what you, you have consider to, it? First, you have to consider the standard for it to be lasagna. But, yeah, because like, um, like the first one I talked about in Italy didn't even have tomatoes yet. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, I don't know, but it was really interesting. Um, very messy notes, because it was just so interesting. I didn't know where to write it. She's like, I gotta just write it down I'm somewhere. I'm looking at my I notes like I love. <laughs> Making me want lasagna. Yeah. But it's just kind of interesting how, in general, like, because food is such an important part of culture. Yeah. And so, you know, like, believing your like country or like your culture came up with that food first like that's a big thing to people you yeah know? i'm not trying to step statement. on anyone's toes here yeah i get it you're like hey we take pride in this mm -hmm. lasagna is delicious you should take pride in your mm -hmm. lasagna um but it's interesting to see you know the books that these things come from are so it's just weird how what we eat today like where that came from you know yeah you know you don't really think about it when you're sitting down to eat of like right. okay i'm gonna have this dish but like where did it actually originate or how easy it is for us to make right like yeah. that first one i talked about 
they just didn't have tomatoes. They just didn't exist yet where they lived. Yeah. They existed, just not where they were. Yeah. And you just couldn't do anything about that. You couldn't go to your local grocery store and get a can. I there weren't like, eight different brands Go to your local show. vine and just cut it off. Gosh, I know it. Yeah, um... What was I going to say? Oh, okay, here's something that I was thinking about. Was, like, did, like, one person just, like, happen upon it accidentally? Is like... I don't know what I'm making. I'm just kind of, like, doing whatever. And then, like, it just spread. Like, people were like, oh, this isn't bad. Like, how did you make that? Right. You know? Like, it's not something that you were born with. Of like, oh, everyone from this place just has this innate knowledge of this is how you make lasagna. Mm-hmm. Someone had to start it. Yeah. Like, Who come up with, it? like, layering it. Because that's yeah. also, like, you don't... You might spit in desserts. You see layers in desserts. But I feel like you don't really what see a lot pasta. of layering in foods. Yeah, except for, like, double-decker... Like nachos, maybe hamburgers, nacho dip. Yeah, the bun that's in the true. middle. Take that extra bun out. You don't need it. You don't need the extra carbs. Unless you want the extra carbs. That's true. Choose what you want. Yeah, I'll but probably anyways. have a lot of carbs soon yeah. when I'm about to like. I'm gonna have another piece of pizza full of side of vegetables. I'm gonna have my hamburger, and I don't know if I have. I do have black eyed peas I can eat, or if they give me fries, I'll eat fries. I don't know. Yeah, that that's the uh, tangled, interesting history of lasagna. And I, I like it. Would love to talk about more food. Yeah, I would like to hear about more. Um, if you liked hearing me talk about food, I would recommend um, cooking history. Cooking with history. Uh, Max Miller is his name. YouTube channel. He kind of like blew up during the pandemic. You know, everyone's cooking. Great stuff. Really well-researched. Um, he probably has one on lasagna, honestly. I don't even know. And then, um, oh, Tasting History. That's what it's called. That's a good one. And then the other one is Townsend. They do, like, cooking. They're, like, a whole thing. Like, they have a website where you can get, like, cookingware that, like, mm. is built the same way they did it, like, mm. in, like, the 1700s. So could you get, like, a lasagna? <laughs> Which I think is just basically a casserole dish. Yeah. <laughs> but I believe it was um, Townsend who did one where he did basically that recipe I told you where it was boiled noodles and you put cheese in between and, like, garlic and stuff. And mm-hmm. it looked really good. And you specifically, I did not say, you're supposed to eat it with a stick. You're supposed to stab it and eat it. Isn't that what you said? Is that the orange lipsticks? <laughs> I don't think so. No. No. <laughs> I like how you answered your own question. <laughs> For anyone else who's wondering. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You know what I think would be kind of a cool direction for us to go in? Hmm. So you cover, like, a food and, like, kind of the history of it in, like, maybe, like, a region. And I can find, like, a paranormal story of that region, too. That would be interesting. We kind of, like, hit different spots around the globe together. That sounds new. Right? Because we need that niche thing. I know. We've kind of just been... <laughs> Experimenting. Yeah. Hey, we're only at episode eleven. Yeah. We can we can differ now. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. You'll see us next episode. You'll hear us. Hopefully a little sooner. uh, Sooner. (laughs) Yeah. I think we'll actually get back into a schedule now that school's gonna pick up. Yeah, which is so funny. But I'm the same way. So I'll be more motivated to be like, let's do it. Right. Episode. Like, when my weekends were, like, specifically meant for, like, 
productive fun things. Mm. I don't have homework anymore. Sorry, just give me one second to realize. I don't <laughs> She's get freaking out. I don't have grades. She has steam coming out of her ears. It's it. I'm going to. It's happening. I told Harvey yesterday. I was like, I just hope you know, my brain is gonna explode on Sunday, because nothing. It will not hit me that I'm not in college anymore until I'm teaching, mm-hmm. and I haven't done that yet. Right. <laughs> right. Yes, but luckily you also have a variation of homework, lesson planning. Yeah, and... that's true. But like, I feel like it's just gonna be different because like I really want to do it. Right. Is and kid. you probably like hopefully you won't have to like have that crazy template. You know, you're not gonna have a supervisor breathing down your neck of like, what is your lesson plan? What no, are your I don't. Elves? I don't think we have to show the principal. That's nice. I don't know if we team plan. I'll have to talk to like the teacher about mm-hmm. that. You'll probably at least get to plan with your co-teacher. Yeah. Not on yet. Intrigued to see what form of co-teaching we decide on. Yeah. All right. Y'all send Hope good vibes. Yeah. Good energy. And I, and we send you good vibes. Yes. And a happy new year. And a happy new year. We can make this year great. It really, <clears throat> a lot of it really um, stems from your attitude. Mm-hmm. And your, even if it is during a hard time, during a pandemic, uh, you can make the most of it. Yeah. So try to stay positive. Um, don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. And go eat some lasagna. Take it easy. Eat some lasagna and maybe visit the Driscoll if you want to. Unless you're a bride. Yeah. Yes. And if you would like to suggest or comment or give us stories, you can email us at uncommonthoughtspodcasts at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. I will leave the link to our Redbubble. Shoutouts. We got our first paycheck from Redbubble. Oh. Saving up for, I don't know, maybe new microphones. Oh, yeah. I need, um, I need help with my mic. <laughs> yeah. And you can check out the links. I'll maybe leave one or two references for what I use for research today. You can if you want to. Yeah. And we will see you next time. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> Good riddance.